Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is James from Dividend Stock Talk, brought to you by the 10-Minute Trader, where I trade dividend stocks for weekly and monthly cash flow. Main goal, like I say every day, is 1%. Steady as she goes. Simple, easy, less than 10 minutes. It may seem a little longer because the podcasts are longer. That's only because I'm explaining everything. If I didn't have to explain everything, I could just shoot through this in less than five minutes. So I'm going to go really quick and see if you guys can follow along. BAC is first on our list. we got five stocks to look at. Yesterday was not a happy day. She opened up at 34.14 and she closed at 33.60. we got a 30-day high of 36.94, 30-day low of 33.04. Okay, so she's coming back down to the support level. Well, the 30-day support level. So we'll see what we have, see what happens. Bank of America, we got 2,000 shares at 34. And uh, we sold the uh, 34 call, 38 cents a share. So we brought in close to, what is that, uh, $760 for that one position. Not bad. I like that one. BAX is next on the list. BAX. Last 30 days, we've seen a high at 62.24 and a double low at 56.40. Um, what was that? Uh, Monday and Tuesday. That's a, the 30 day low. Uh, she bouncing off that yesterday, sitting at 57.27. And where are we with the BAX? We're at 58.85, and we sold the 58s, so I'm going to keep an eye on that one tomorrow. I'd like to bring BAX into into um, into next week. KO is next on our list. Some Coca-Cola. For some strange reason, Coca-Cola has another down day yesterday. We got a 30-day high at 65.47, and a 30-day low at 61.70. And that 30-day low was yesterday. Now, I don't have very many Coca-Cola. I only got 1,000 shares. And I got it at 62.65. And I, I sold the 62.50 calls, which means I gave someone the, the right to buy it from me at $62.50. Why would they? It's at 61.71. So most likely this option is gonna, go, gonna expire worthless. I'm going to collect that 64 cents, which is 640 bucks. Carry Coca-Cola into next week, which I believe they're paying out their dividend next week. NEM, NEM, what was it, Newmark? Something like that? Newmont. Newmont. Got one, two, three, four, five down days in a row. Five down days in a row. Does not make me happy camper. We got a thousand shares at forty-four fifty-two. We sold the forty-four call, brought in five hundred bucks. Last on the list, P E P Pepsi Cola. Have you taken the Pepsi Cola challenge lately? Don't know, don't care, don't want to know. Okay, we got some pretty good resistance at the one eighty-one oh two. Now Pepsi's had four down days in a row. She's sitting at one seventy-two twenty-seven. Actually, none of my positions are in the money at the moment. We're into Pepsi at 175, and we gave someone the right to buy it from us 
for 192. All right, so we looked at the dividend kings. We looked at um, the dividend champions. We basically looked at every company that has a dividend in the next two weeks that had paid out their dividends, increasing it every year for a minimum of 25 years. We looked at all of them. We even looked at Warren Buffett's list. But next on the list, uh, let's take a look at the high volume stocks. All right, we looked at DV, uh, NEM, or I looked at that one. DVN, is that Devon? DVN, DVN into the trade grid. Okay, that's a weekly DVN into the one-year chart. Devon started out at 28.25, hit their bottom of the year at uh, 27.40. And it's pretty good resistance because it, it, it got one, two, three, it looks like five or six attempts of going below that, but apparently it's not going below that. All right, so she has nice, beautiful escalation from the 27 all the way up to hit a double high of uh, 79.30. Hits it once, end of May, and once in the beginning of June. After that, after hitting the high, we got uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight down days in a row. However, she just kept on going down. Even after eight down days in a row, had a little bit of a, uh, what do they call that? Uh, yeah. All the way down to the bottom in the, in the beginning of July at 48.90. That seems to be the low of the year. Now, the last 30 days, last 30 days, we got a low at 53.13 and a high at 75.27. Okay. So a 30-day high of 75.27. We have a little bit of profit taken. That was yesterday. Sorry, that was Tuesday. Yesterday had a little bit of an up day. Uh, we got the dividend coming up in two weeks. Let's see what the seasonality says for these guys. So you got an idea of where it normally goes this time of year. This time of year, this thing just goes sideways. I mean, this is basically a sideways company. You look at it in January, and you look at it in December, she just basically goes flat for the whole year, which is good for covered covered calls, calendar calls, calendar spreads, and um, debit spreads. So Devon looks like she's not actually going anywhere. So she's in an uptrend. We had our profit-taking on Tuesday. There could be more profit taken today because today was another up day. Sorry, yesterday was another up day. Uh, she gapped down, but the market said, nope, I don't think so. So she closed at 70... 70.62. Sorry. All right. Now, if we were looking at doing an at-the-money spread... The last trade was $70.62. The $70 call, okay, which has two days left, uh, Thursday and Friday, and it expires. You could get your 1% because the 
option price, the 70 option call is going between a one buck fifty and a buck sixty-seven. So somewhere in there. That's more than you want percent. Also, let's take a look at what a spread might look like. Okay, so she's at 70 at the moment. The um 30-day chart has it in a has it in a uh, has it in a little bit of an uptrend. It's trending towards the upside, which is good. So if we didn't add the money, 69.70, which means the stock would have to stay above 70 at 65 cents. Okay, so um, that's 660 bucks in order to make a $350 profit. So that's a little bit more than a 50% profit if the stock can stay above 70. All right, well, let's do uh, 10 contracts, why not? So we're gonna put an order in for 10 contracts. And this is what it sounds like. You ready? All right, we are going to buy 10 vertical DVN 100s. Those are the weeklies. Um, to September 22, that is tomorrow. The 69.70 call spread at 65 cent limit order to open. Just means I'm going to buy them and see what happens. Now, uh, my maximum profit is 350. It's a little bit over 50 percent. Um, the break even is 69.65. So as long as the stock stays above 69.65, I'm going to break even or be profitable. Anything over 69.65 is profit. All right. Next on the list. We're going to look at what we call possible um, possible triple play. There's nothing in the Dividend Kings. Nothing in Warren Buffett's list. Okay, we're looking at possible triple plays. Now, what I consider to be a triple play is a company getting ready to pay out their dividend and the EX date is right on a Friday, which is options expiration. So here's how it usually goes. If a triple play is in order, you can buy the stock, you can collect the dividend, collect a premium, and collect uh, the difference between the purchase price and the strike price. If it works out, sometimes you get two, sometimes you get one. But once in a great while, you get that triple place. We have four companies that have that possibility. Let's take a look at all four of them. ALB. Able Marl Corporation. Now, Abel Mall Corporation, 
put into the trade grid just to make sure ALB. It's a monthly, so that's not possible. CB, which is Chubb. Chubb Corporation. Let's put that into the trade grid. CB. Another monthly. Is that NJR? NJR. Another monthly. UHT. That's probably another monthly too. UHT. UHT into the trade grid. Another monthly. Okay, so that is the dividend achievers. Okay, one more shot. We're going to look at oh, weekly optionable stocks. Now, Weekly optionable stocks are just that, companies that have weekly options. And they do have quite a bit of them that up for consideration. DVN and UNH we already looked at, and we got 3, 6, 9, 12. Okay, so let's throw some of these into the trade grid. See what they look like. ADP is first on the list. ADP. Okay, that's a weekly. ADP into the one-year trade grid. We already looked at this earlier for... Um, uh, for an opt... For a, what do you call it? For dividend capture play. And she's in the middle of a downtrend. And downtrends aren't something we want to get into. Okay? One, we have a couple of rules. Rule number one, never buy at the top of the market. Rule number two, never buy at the bottom of the market. Rule number three, don't fight the trend. If the, if the stock is falling, let it find its bottom before you jump in. Okay? If the stock is going sky high, don't look to try to ride the lightning. <laughs> That's interesting. Ride the lightning. Okay, so we've had uh, seven down days and one up day. So it's still uh, going down, and I just want to stay away from that until it actually finds its bottom. Okay. Uh, ADP's out of it. A-N-T-M. It doesn't sound good. A-N-T-M. Has no option, so I don't even know what the heck it's doing in the weekly optionable stocks list. CME. <clears throat> CME. It is a weekly. CME. It is the CME group. Okay, so CME group started out uh, last year at uh, 196. Found its bottom at the 182 area. Found its top at... 242. Okay, went sideways for a bit. Dropped down to a trading range 195 to 205. Gone sideways for a little bit. Now, when you come up to a down day, but has higher highs and higher lows, that is an indication that, yeah, the market has found its bottom, even though she's opening and closing lower. Still have higher highs, higher lows, which means she's trending up. So this one has found its bottom. 
Let's find out what seasonality says. See how far, see what this thing actually does during this time of the year. Okay, we got two days as a possibility we could jump in. Okay, she's going to go sideways for the next few days. Okay, so that's a possibility. Okay, get that out of the way. Um, last traded at 195.61. Okay. Now the 195 is selling for two dollars to two dollars and forty-five cents. You can get your one percent right there. However, to get the triple play out of this one, you'd have to sell at 197 and a half. And I'm not a hundred percent sure that you're going to get 197 and a half. It's 197 and a half is only paying 65 cents. The at the money, the 195, sell for two bucks. Which is just a smidge under your 1%. But uh, it, that doesn't have a possible triple play. It, it has to move too. In my opinion, it would have to move too much to um to make that. H O G. That Harley Davidson. It is Harley Davidson. H O G. Triple play possibility. What does it say? What does it say? Thirty-eight fifty-seven. Ooh, ooh. I don't like this. The reason why I don't like this is so many freaking gaps. Gap, 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 gap. Okay, so the last 30 days looks pretty good. Hasn't found its bottom yet. And she normally goes sideways with a slight bit of a spike in the next couple of weeks. All right, so she's last traded at 38.57. She's in a little bit of a downtrend, so I'm not quite sure. That that does not make me happy. KMB, we looked at that. KMB, let's take a quick look at Kimberly Clark. KMB. Yeah, KMB is still in its down spiral. Hasn't found its bottom yet. MGM Resorts. I think she's going sideways. Doesn't make me happy. And has three down, four down days in a row. OXY. Too close to the top. Alrighty then. Well, I'm not a happy camper with what we're looking at. VFC. Uh, VFC. Okay. VFC in the trade grid looks good. VFC in the one year chart. Oh, this baby's been sinking. 
not quite sure if that's the bottom yet, but VF. I don't know what I'm talking about. I actually own a bunch of VF in a different account. <coughs> it's a 100-year-old company. It's increasing its dividend payments nicely. However, stock price keeps falling. Okay, so VFC, last bid was 30, last sale was 38.57. Um, 39. I don't know. This one does not make me look, it does not make me feel too happy. Take a look at the seasonality, see what that says. Seasonality shows are going up this time of year. She should be opening up any second now, and that'll give us a better indication of what is going on. All right, so if we could do a triple play here, let's see if we can buy a thousand shares. I doubt about oh, five hundred shares. So we buy 500 shares at the market. That ain't gonna work. All right, so 200 shares at the market. That will be $3,800. All right, that ain't happening. VFC, there we go. All right, so apparently we can buy one hundred shares of VFC. Shares of VFC at the market. And she got filled at 4129. All righty. 70 bucks. It's almost like free money. As long as the stock stays above 41, I'll make my profit. Uh, I got 70 cents for that. That's 70 bucks. Hmm. Let's see if we can do it again. Just for the fun of it. Nope. That doesn't work. Okay, so basically I am done today because I don't really have any money left. <laughs> I hate when that happens. 
All right, so we got uh, four, six, seven positions. Two of them are in the money. That's a good thing. We got 750 bucks left. Not going to do us a whole heck of a lot of good. But it is what it is. All right, so we just bought um, 10 contracts of DVN, 100 shares of VFC, and we sold one contract of VFC. So we got the possibility of bringing in 300 and... Sorry. Hmm. 370 off of DVN and 70 off of VFC. That being said, this is James from Dividend Stock Talk, brought to you by the 10-Minute Trader. I'm out of here for today, and I will catch you guys tomorrow. Um, around 3.30, because the market closes at 3.30. So we'll catch up. The market closes at 4. Sorry. Have a good day. Talk to you guys later. Oh, don't forget to look for some new links for our, our software that we're getting, finishing up the tweaks. And we actually have a home study course that we're working on. Love to get your feedback on it. This is James from Dividend Stock Talk. Brought to you by the 10-Minute Trader. We'll talk to you later. Have a great day.